had a good practice today. Um, in our shoulder pads, we're in shells today. So uh, uh, last Saturday, uh, we had some live work, went full pads, and uh, did some scrimmage situations, did some live tackling. And uh, it was a good day. You know, saw a lot of great things. Uh, we're able to grade our players and uh, see how they function in a game type of situation. And uh, I'd say overall, if I'm looking at it, I say the offense won the day. Um, so half the team is disappointed and look to bounce back and have better practice today. And I would say is uh, much more evenly matched today. But uh, offensive output was a lot better um, the first day of full pads, which is a little bit different than what we've seen in years past. You know, so. Um, I know defensively we have some things to get in there. We got some young guys, but overall, I think the offense just executed better, and uh, definitely we're we're really physical. So that's a good thing. Get our guys ready for uh, our first game coming up. So I'll take any questions that you guys have. Okay, Jerry, we'll go to you first, then Matt, and then Norma. Well, Kalani, you had to know we were going to ask, but we got to start by talking about the potential for the season to be canceled. It's it's all over everywhere right now that that it might just end up being postponed till spring. What's that like dealing with that uh, that possibility? Well, I think there's a lot of discussion going around, but we just go to work. You know, I think the uh, uh, we're going to go until they tell us to stop. And um, our mindset is to just get better every day. Uh, I think the uh, what we're trying to work as a program is to keep this a uh, low-risk environment. Practice with our, our uh, you know, with the protection that we have, our masks and the the shields on our face masks, and then uh, practice social dis distancing in our meetings and even at practice during our water breaks, making sure that our guys are masked up if they're close together. And that's all we can ask our players and our staff and our, our the the you know the support staff and everyone are here to just keep uh, keep doing it the right way and being safe and thinking of others and. Uh, whatever happens, whatever the decisions, um, that's not my choice, you know. So, whatever everyone decides to do, we'll just we'll just follow it. But right now, we got to go as if we're ready to play a game. And I, from what I saw from today from the players, I, I thought it was uh, back to business, you know, just a little bit different than than uh, normal by wearing masks and uh, keeping our distance uh, during the breaks. But other than that, it was a pretty good day. Matt, you're next. Kalani, you mentioned that that live work you guys went through on Saturday. Maybe who are some standouts from that, and what's the current injury situation through the first week of fall camp? Oh, the standouts. So you put me on the spot. I, I, I would say, I mean, the quarterbacks did well, you know, and the running backs. I, I think Tyler Algier and uh, Jackson McChesney did some really good things uh, with with the ball in their hands. Matt Bushman had, had a great day. Um, you know, I think the receiving core did a great job. Um, young freshman Cody Epps is starting to step up, and and uh, you can see that he's got a lot of um, confidence in himself and the skills. And but I, I hate singling out all those guys. I just did it. But there's, I would say overall, they they were all functioning really well and, and showed some depth. A lot of young guys stepping up, and and um, you know we have guys that are here on their own time watching a lot of film. Guys that spend a lot of time together, and and um, and just have invested. I mean, they, there's. When we just time to go home, we have a lot of guys that staying here late at night watching film, and that's uh, I think that's a huge compliment to the coaches that recruited guys that love football. And so I think there's a culture of guys from learning from each other and, and love the game of football, and I think you should see some really good success from that. Hey, Norma. Hey, Coach. So obviously you guys have protocols and precautions in place uh, at practices and at the facilities, but is there anything set in place for when the athletes go home, when they go out, when they're not in your care? And if there is, is there any way, or, how, or I guess, how are you guys reinforcing that? How are you guys getting after that to make sure that they 
keep up to it. Yeah, I mean that we're educating them on on ways to. I mean, they want to play football. We have to do take the uh, the, the proper precautions to make sure that we do our part, and um, you know that we we try to minimize infection as much as possible. You know, so I think being honest with their symptoms, and uh, we were still going through the screening process and checking in and and um, doing temperatures. But I think uh, for the most part, I have a lot of confidence in the sports medicine department and, and uh, our players. I think educating them and having them realize that um, being you know, honest with, with how you're feeling and then also being mindful when you're going home. Um, for the most part, our guys are, I think, uh, you know, when, when they do go home, I think a good portion of them are, are, are too tired to do anything. But if they do, we we're asking them to be careful and to, wear masks and, and, and take care of the, take the pro- proper precautions to, to keep themselves and, and others safe. Nice. Mitch and then Jay. Hey, Kalani, uh, what, what conversations have, have players in your locker room today maybe had in regard to the hashtag we want to play movement that's a lot of college football players have been discussing around the country? Yeah, the guys are talking. They, they've been, I mean, I think it's important for the players to discuss a lot of different issues. And so uh, that's one of the things that I know, I know a lot of coaches and players are talking. And I think it's good to keep the discussion alive and see what others are saying. And um, you know, any chance that you can learn from what people want. And, and uh, I think for the most part, a lot of our guys feel the same way. You know, they want to play. But going back to what Norma was asking, you, you, we have to be careful and Make sure that we're we're practicing our the safely as we can, and in our in our social life, and even when we're here in meetings. So I, I, I um, promote our guys hanging out and spending time and and speaking and sharing their 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 feelings with each other and their thoughts. And so uh, it's, it's been a really cool cool experience experience for me to see the guys doing that. That's part of being a family. Okay, Jay, and then we'll go to Jason Shepherd. Hey, Kalani, uh, if you could pick one thing that you would like to see the offense improve on and the defense improve on from last year, maybe one overall thing or even specific thing, what, w- what would they be? Offense score points, defense don't let others score points. <laughs> so <laughs> How about as simple as I can make it. Zone? Huh? Yeah, we are live. I mean, all of our red zone last uh, on Saturday was all live, and offense did a great job. Um, you know, score touchdowns on all the drives, and that's that's good for the offense, but bad for the defense. You know, but uh, I think um, you know for for us, we're still um, trying to get our players to understand the scheme and everything. And obviously, I, I think you well, you look at the issues that you have on on executing. So defensively, you have to sit there and go, okay. Where did this thing break down? And if it's there making plays on us, I didn't see a lot of MAs on the defensive side. I just saw players on offense making plays, you know. So um, defensively now we've got to be a little bit cleaner on our technique so we can be in a position to make the plays. But uh, for the most part, it wasn't us shooting ourselves in the foot defensively. And offensively, it's just out executing. So uh, definitely, you know, if if, if, – if we're going live in the red zone, um, you, you know how important that is to us to improve on, uh, especially in the first day of pads. And I thought the offense did a great job. The guys have been working hard. It showed. And and uh, defensively, we just got to get a little bit cleaner. But I think I think this it's really good competition. This is a big offensive line that mauls people. You know, so our D line's got it's got they have no choice but to toughen up and stop them. So hopefully, in the next live session, we'll be able to get more stops from the defense and and. Uh, yeah, I think it was just overwhelmingly 
positive for the offensive side during the live sessions. Thanks, Kwani. Jason, you're up next, and then we'll go with Jacob and Andrea. Hey, Kalani, you just mentioned the offensive line, and that's obviously a position group that is looked at as one of the strongest on the team. How has the offensive line evolved from the time you got here to today, to what you see now? Uh, bigger. I think if you just look at their presence, they're bigger. So if you're 6'4 and 300 pounds, you actually look small on the O-line. You know, the rest of the guys are, are, are much bigger. I mean, you're looking at – that guys that came with a thinner frame, even guys like Tristan Hodge, who has added bulked up and added more muscle to his frame. We have a lot of big guys, you know, but um, I think the, the key is that they're, they're getting older. That's the, that's the difference. They're, there's more veterans in the group and more experienced players that are taking the lead. And it's a good sign when you have the leadership coming from the offensive line on the offensive side of the ball. So, um, and, and, and we have a lot of guys that have played a lot of reps and, you're looking at the experience that we have from the O-line, from the tight end position, from the running backs. Um, you know, it, it, it helps make up a lot of the, the uh, uh, lack of seniors and veterans that we see in the uh, receiver, receiving core. So overall, I think the offensive line is taking the leadership of the, of the offense, which is uh, actually affecting and having an impact on the defensive side as well. So it's a good thing when, when the O-line is leading the team. But overall size and stature is a big difference. Thanks, I wanted to ask you about, uh, in terms of when you guys went live on Saturday, how are you going to balance with guys who have played a lot of games, let's say like a Brady Christensen, a James Ampey, guys who have had a lot of starts in their belt versus using that time to develop younger talent? Yeah, you know, we had the thought of holding some guys out, but um, the offensive guys, they get offended when you recommend that. So the, all the, the no one was held out. And then defensively, we're trying to hold out guys like Isaiah Kafusi and Peyton Wilgar, some others that have played a lot of games, you know, but they all just wanted in, so they all played, and I don't think anybody got held out on Saturday. And I, I, I like that, but, I mean, you know, I just – I don't think you go in with a passive mentality. You know, you, you, we talked about letting the players have ownership on it, and if they want to get out there and practice and get some live reps, I don't – it's hard to get better at football if you don't practice the real game, you know, and so – I think I, I can applaud the guys for wanting to do that. And I think they understand where the, the coaches are coming from. But I think there's a there's a big chance for us as coaches. There's a big opportunity for us to trust the players and have them trust their bodies and kind of give us some feedback on how they're feeling. And if they want to get in the live work, that's what they worked all, all off season for. So we might as well let them have some. Yeah, okay. Hi. Um, so obviously – there's so much going on with uncertainty and like news is changing by the minute, by the hour. And the head coach, the coaching staff is supposed to just be even keel and have their heads on straight the whole time and keep the players in check and all these things. So my question is, how are you and your coaching staff feeling? How, how do you guys keep stable, keep strong and continue to be that leading core um, for a program that really like is changing every hour of every day? I was doing good until you reminded me of the expectations that you have of me, all the media members, you know. So, <laughs> no, I, I honestly, um, man, it's football. I, I love being out here with the kids. I love being out here with the players and um, smelling the grass after it's cut and, and being around the trainers and the, the managers and just love hearing guys hit, you know. And I don't know, it just, it's, it's different because everyone's in masks and stuff. And, but 
I mean, it's, it's so much fun. You know, I, like, I can't believe this is work, you know? So I, to me, it's, a, it's, I think coaches take too much credit for something that they love doing, you know what I mean? And I wish I could sit here and say, oh, it's so grueling and hard, but it's, guys, it's, this is, this, I'm living a dream. I love being here, hanging out with everybody and, and, and playing the game, you know? I get to coach wonderful young men for a great fan base and be around great people, so no complaints for me. It's, it's to answer your question, it's pretty easy, <laughs> you know, when you're surrounded by great people. So, yeah, but thanks for doing that. I was just like, oh, yeah, they expect me to do all that stuff. That's great. Thanks, Andrea. <laughs> just had to remind you, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll work too. No, I, I appreciate it though, but that, that th- thank you. I think, I think, I think, uh, I think people give us way too much credit. Thanks. You guys could all do it. You guys could all be even keel. And if you love, if you love people, you could do it. Jay, maybe not. <laughs> Wish you guys are here so I could clown around and, and joke with everybody. I got everybody over here. It's like Brett's afraid to laugh. Brady, I see you at least giggling a little bit. Yeah, so I don't have – I've worked on some new material. Nobody's biting on it. Nobody's laughing. <laughs> hey, um, we'll take a couple more. We'll go with Mitch, Jared, Jay, and Norman. That'll round it up. Okay. Kalani, has there been uh, have, have you made an emphasis maybe to get NFL scouts out to camp just with the uncertainty of the season and you know, you know lack of potential games? I mean, has there been a concerted effort to maybe get NFL scouts out to ca- practice to see your seniors, especially to to kind of get eyeballs on them? Yeah, we have. I think the key is um, for us not to really do anything other than just be uh, available for them. You know, so the scouts know. That when they come here, they have a place that they can go to. Uh, we have our support staff that works with it, Jason IU and, and Jack DeMooney and, and uh, you know, John Swift do a great job at, at, at giving them all the resources that they need, whether it's film or being access to the players or being on the field, you know. So uh, they're always welcome. But I, I think right now, understanding what's happening in, in, in the world right now, I think it's, it's okay for us to just be, be ready and, and be available for whenever they, they need it. But, yeah, we have a lot of guys that, that are – that need to get evaluated. And then there's a lot of underclassmen juniors that, that are in a situation where they could be in a good place to making a decision after the season. <clears throat> Kalani, you touched on mentality a little bit. And, you know, one of the things when, you know, you have ups and downs and inconsistency with young players is also developing the right mentality and making sure the kids are ready to have the killer mentality when the games come around. Also, with all the distractions, you got to have the right mentality. What are you guys doing to address mentality side, you know, to, to try and keep that focus as well as making sure they're ready to have that killer mentality when the games get here? Yeah, we have all the resources available, the, our mental health coaches, people that, that are here to help them individually if they need that. Our coaches are trained in, in how to help motivate our young men to play. Everyone's kind of on the same page here, but I, I would have to say that the thing that helps it the most is uh, leadership on our team and the veterans. We just have a lot of guys that, that are been here. This isn't, I mean, this isn't like their first camp. And, and then to be honest with you, the newcomers, guys are coming off their missions or guys that are um, freshmen or, or newcomers to the program. It's just a different mentality now because they're joining a group that loves football and loves watching film and it kind of fits their, their mindset, you know? So, I'm just seeing a lot of guys that are that are very, um, very much similar in the way that they approach the game of football, and then they appreciate the game and love playing it. And I mean, there's guys that 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 just survive through practice, and there's guys that actually relish in it. And I would say, 
the majority, if not all of them, relish being out there on the field. And that's the best part of their day. I can't, I can't uh, complain from here. Thanks, Kalani. Okay, we'll have uh, Jay and then Norma, and I think that'll be due. We'll have to finish that one. And then we have uh, Brady Christensen, offensive line, ready to join us. So, Jay, then Norma. Yeah, I don't have any further questions. Oh, okay. Norma? Yeah, so um, last week the Big 12 made their announcement that they were going to do a conference-only schedule, and there had been a lot of talk that maybe BYU could get in there. Now, with the talk of some P5s moving to cancel their season, there's talks again of maybe BYU attempting to poach teams and possibly getting BYU in the mix. I guess just what type of rumors or conversations have you been hearing about this topic? Um, that's, I, I don't really get involved with all that stuff. I just, whatever shows up, that's a Tom Homo, uh, question. That's for the administration, but I appreciate you asking. I, I really got to, like I think I said it the first day that we had practice. I just said that we're going to be ready for the opportunities that come our way, you know? And so right now we're focused on getting that kickoff against Navy and, and being ready to match their, the toughness of that team. But I, I mean, I, I'm not listening to all the rumors and all that other stuff. I've got a lot of work to do other than that. Fun work, though. 